welcome back to another episode of Armed and Delicious. My name is Cole Bay. And my name is Nathan Bassett. And today we do have a special guest here. Tiari McConnell. Tiari, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. So, yeah, I'm good. It's been a while since we've recorded, but here we are in a nice, you know, rainy evening. It's the first time we had rain in a while. Yeah, well, we had rain yesterday, right? And we had actually rain a couple, like last week, but it was like for five minutes. And then we finally had real rain yesterday for the first time in months, which is great because that means hopefully no, no more fire. But California you know, is on its knees for some water. <laughs> yeah, unpredictable. We definitely need water here. So always good to have some of that. So, Tiari, you're also in front of house. I am. Like Nathan and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I don't think we've talked about that yet, being no. in front of house. Yeah, I think. Um, so a- last one was the first day. Yeah, and then now here we are, and yeah. we're almost close to even switching right to to the a other whole different kitchen. Like, kitchen. But that's what I want to talk about because Nathan and I we're in the gatehouse front of house staff. So um, that's sort of your traditional like fine dining, three course meals. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you take their starter and their entree and their dessert orders at the same time, and that all gets taken out separately. And like we have a bartender and a barista. Um, which is a new thing and then right runners bussers you know everything that comes with that Um, but tiara you're on the uh what used to be the illy cafe and i guess Mm -hmm. technically still is but is now uh danny k's jewish Jewish deli Deli. yeah um so what's that like to be in front of house over there Uh, that's a definitely a lot different experience from what we're used to i mean this is the first time that any of our like fifth semester culinary classes have taken over Italy Cafe and so it's a huge learning curve as anything is um but it's been good uh we've had a lot of business uh today was kind of like our first like really rough day and so we're just gonna kind of move past it and learn from it and hopefully the next couple of days will be better yeah so you guys actually only have what four more days up there yeah, we have uh, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday, Tuesday, and then we're off for break, and then we switch with you guys, so you guys will be coming up to our uh, right. our positions, and we'll be going down to yours. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, their crew also has one less person than we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're also like the guinea pigs of doing this whole illy thing when it comes to the culinary um, yeah. students here at Greystone. Definitely. So I, from what I've heard, this has never happened before. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so this is like um, like our professor for front of houses is his first time doing it up there. And then also Chef Dan's first time doing it as well. Right. And also about that, um, I am looking at him right now. Okay, sure, so for those who don't know, we record at, in the school in a, one of the conference rooms that's next to the instructor's offices. Yeah. Um, and he's right here. Yeah. He's, he's like at least like eight feet. More than more, than, more than that. Way like, more than like, like, like 10, like 10, feet. 10 to 20 feet. <laughs> but he's right there. He's right there. Yes, yeah. it's a little weird. Maybe he can hear us. He might. Maybe. Maybe he it's name. possible. I don't know. I just want to mention that. Um, but yeah, so it's it's definitely interesting being in front of house compared to being back of house. Yeah. I mean, we come in like, I mean, we start class at 10 o'clock. Right. Yeah. I wanna, Which is unusual for any class right. to start and that like, We late. would get into the kitchen at like 8 o'clock. If you're like 7.30, 7:30 if you really yeah. want to be on, like, get all the nice equipment. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
You gotta fight first. That's we, we all know how it goes. Hey, there's limited stuff. You, sometimes you sometimes wanna gotta get, get there early. You gotta get the bane that's exactly the right size to fit all the stuff that you wanna put in it, but also not too big so that it like your bench scraper falls all the way in on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like it's a there's not very many. No, there's like maybe three or four. So you gotta get in early to get those. Yeah. And then you gotta get the right equipment before everybody else takes it. So it can be a little tricky, right? But like you come in the front of house, like I don't use any equipment. I don't I don't either. Yeah, I just come in with an apron and Yeah, we don't have to like face shield? we don't have to You're fight to over who gets the buffing towels, right? Like because there's like a thousand yeah, of there's them. There's twenty. Yeah. yeah. So we just start buffing glasses and silverware, but it doesn't matter who gets what, they're all the same. And I mean, for us, we don't even have to do that because we use all like plastic utensils because everything's to, to go, mainly to go. everything's to go. So, yeah. I mean, we come in, we set up our bar station, make sure have enough um, rack on our side and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We're, we're good to go. Uh, set up is like less than 15 minutes and we're just chilling for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's it's not as intense as I thought it would be too. No, Mm-mm. I mean sometimes. Sometimes there are definitely well, times. Yeah. Like I was on Expo today, and like there's a point where there's like you know eight things on the pass, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, hey, gotta figure out where everything's going, and then of course everything is the same item, right? So I'm like, okay, you gotta make sure this goes to the same guy, and like I'm trying to read the tickets upside down, and like also pick the right course and send them to the right table and there's a million servers all right next to me right now so i'm like okay you can gotta, guys you gotta take a break for a second <laughs> you gotta keep them in line man does you gotta as expo you gotta you gotta make sure your servers know what's up you gotta keep them like from getting all over you because they'll just take mm. plates yeah they're really antsy to get yeah. it out there yeah, yeah I think they got sticky fingers and it's like it was in a quick and illy it's just fast you just you know hand the bags yeah just... it's extremely fast paced i mean we do quite a bit more covers than you guys do i mean gay house right. is only like, a 19 seat uh restaurant as opposed to illy to where um, yeah and you do mostly to goes we do so. mostly to goes and so uh it could be really like fast paced and really moving sometimes and especially like today we had our first like major hiccup i mean our ticket order or our ticket machine uh went out like the first like 10 15 minutes of service and oh, yeah. the kitchen was just still like firing off food and so yeah. when you have that many people waiting to get their orders and you have no idea who ordered what it could be really stressful from yeah. time to time that's real life yeah. yeah yeah those ticket machines aren't always your friend no right like they can be tricky Probably and like then old, old school just start writing them down and yeah oh well, that's what i used to have yeah. handwritten tickets it takes a lot longer yeah but you know, sometimes that's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. So Tiari, we have this one important question every time we do have guests here on this uh, episode, but the question that we all have, me and Cole, is what brought you into the industry? So I actually got into culinary when I was in high school. My high school had a culinary arts program and I kind of was at a point to where I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was really frustrated because I was getting into my junior year and I was just like, I need to figure out something. And um, I heard about our culinary program and I heard the chef that was teaching it. She was amazing at what she did and she uh, made students feel really comfortable. And so 
I joined her class on a limb and I immediately like fell in love with it and mm-hmm. I got into um, her competition teams as like an intro student which is extremely hard because she only let it open to her advanced students but I kept on bothering her and bothering her about it because um, I was stubborn and wanted to do it mm-hmm. and she let me try out and I eventually got on and so I did that for a little bit and then senior year came along and I was actually running the I was running the teams and I was like head of the culinary arts department and so I kind of worked with her one-on-one on a lot of things and um planned like events that we were doing caterings and uh a whole bunch of stuff like that and ended up doing really well with competitions my team won state for or my team won state for fccla uh which is uh family career and community leaders of america i know because i was in it too yeah you were in it um i'm not in the same state but no yeah i know what you're talking about yeah so it uh how it works is you usually have like one or two people on um, a team and you guys get like a set menu and you compete with how many ever high schools like mm-hmm. in your district originally at regionals and then if you make it within the top five you advance on to state and you compete with however many students um, at state and yeah we ended up winning that and went on to nationals which was last year in anaheim which was a lot of fun to do and it was definitely intimidating but we ended up placing eighth overall which for first timers that was yeah, that's pretty solid huh? yeah that's it wasn't bad um so i got into it that way and also uh at the time i was also working in an actual kitchen doing prep just to get some experience in right. and doing right an internship down um, at a restaurant called Uchiko, which is in downtown Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of took me under their wing and uh, let a scared little high school student uh, try out in their kitchen and ended up working out. And I worked there all throughout high school and I'm actually going back there for an externship after I finish here. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And so Uchiko, um, I think you've told me this before, but there is a certain celebrity YouTube chef that is used to work at Uchiko, right? Yeah. So uh, Joshua Weissman, who's a very famous. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Joshua Weissman is a very famous YouTuber. Um, well, for anyone yeah. in like the culinary industry that possibly knows him, uh, I actually got the chance to work with him for wow. one of my shifts. Uh, he ended or he stopped working there shortly after but super cool funny guy uh to me um and yeah he's exactly like how he is in his videos just like kind of goofy kind of goofy kind of weird kind of funny yeah yeah oh my i don't no one can see it through the you know audio but my eyebrows raised when no yeah i I mentioned it and i was looked at nathan and he was like visibly surprised Yeah. yeah like that guy's cool yeah so yeah. That, yeah that's pretty cool that you got to work with him yeah uh i don't know if he like even like remembers when i came but i definitely remember him and he left like a huge impress- impression impression mm-hmm. on me and so yeah. yeah i 
really have a lot of respect for like the staff and um the chefs that like run and operate uchiko mm -hmm. uh, a super cool like concept within the restaurant and hopefully like one day later on down the future i could do something like it yeah nice. i mean it's definitely i mean i've heard some stuff about uchiko you've told me some i've mm -hmm. looked up some of their stuff um they definitely have some really interesting things going on mm -hmm. like they have the sushi bar right like that's the whole thing yeah and then it's, it's and this is in austin texas right so it's mm -hmm. not really the exactly the sushi capital of the world right no. yeah, they have some what looks i mean i've never had it but it looks like it's really solid stuff yeah it's an extremely like weird concept to think about you think about texas and you don't automatically go to japanese cuisine yeah. um probably pretty low on the list oh very low uh but the chef and owner uh tyson cole he went and studied in japan for nine to ten years and wow. um yeah, studied for nine to ten years over in Japan and uh, just like fell in love with the cuisine and the cooking aspect. And so he brought that to Texas and he's become extremely successful off of it. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely a market for that, I guess, if there's not very many people doing mm -hmm. it. And it, I guess mm -hmm. if you're going to do it in Texas, Austin's the place to be. Yeah, it brings new experiences to people that probably haven't even tried it. Yeah. It's not yeah. as much common as you think in, in Texas as it is in California, of course. Right? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. So, so you're here now. What is your plan? You know, after, you know, here at Graceland at least. Um, so after here, I'm actually planning on continuing over to Hyde Park to do the bachelor's program. I'm doing the food business management class, and then also, mm -hmm. or and then my concentration is going to be in Japanese cooking. Nice to yeah. learn more about that. I think I'm, I think I'm popping on that train too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So Nathan, you're are you also in food business management? I don't I know we've talked about this yeah, before, right? That's that's where I'm trying to aim at right now. Okay. So that makes all three of yeah, us then. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys cool. might end up in the same place for the concentration too. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm really interested in the concentration of Japanese cuisine. Yeah. Something that, you know something I want to try to learn on and hone my skills in. Yeah. I think it's really it, it really intrigues me. And I guess we, you know, we'll have the big old uh, Greystone gang up at uh, Hyde Park. Yeah, that should be interesting. A yeah. handful of us going there. Yeah. About to see some familiar faces. And obviously there's going to be new ones. That'll definitely make it interesting. Um, I think they'll probably be able to spot us from a mile away. Yeah. All the Californians. I'm definitely yeah. going to call them out. <laughs> I've seen you here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be different in, in New York mm -hmm. for sure. There's a lot more people and a lot fewer Californians, so... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm more upset about trying the food places there. Yeah, they yeah. have more restaurants than we do. Yeah. Although I guess right now we have two. Well, for a while we had three. Technically, if you count Gatehouse and Live Fire as two separate mm -hmm. restaurants, mm -hmm. we had Gatehouse, Live Fire, and the cafe at yeah. one point. So three, which is not bad. Mm -mm. But they have the. I think their main dining facility is called yeah. the A, the right. and they have, and they have a, it's like a food hall. Yeah, like they have a bunch thing. of different places. Please. <laughs> It looks really, uh, you know, it, it looks pretty it's good. really cool. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I mean, we'll talk about that as we get there, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah. as we see it firsthand, about a year from now, we'll get to, we'll probably have a whole episode about the egg. That's um, gonna be. Oh, I'm gonna talk about the egg a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit. Be, I'm gonna sit in the egg for probably hours and just. It's gonna have a whole egg. Yeah. Uh, segment. Yeah. Right Today's down. egg news. Right down now. <laughs> yeah. What the egg is like. <laughs> uh, who knows? We'll figure it out when we get there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
after Hyde Park, these are career paths going down, you know, do you plan to open your own, you know, business or travel the world? What's that like? Yeah. Um, yeah. So afterwards, I plan on just kind of like working my way up in the industry as like any of us are going to try and do yeah, um, and just kind of like find my niche and what mm-hmm. I want to get into. But potentially one day I would like to open up my own place and go travel around, experience different countries and see what their food culture and food history is like. But yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we all have that dream too, but yeah. it's wherever the road takes us, I guess. Right now we're, we're really at the bottom right now. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hey, it's Cole here. As always, to say thank you to the fantastic people who make our podcast possible. This week, that's Shelby Georgievich. You can find her at sgeorgievich.com. Uh, she does fantastic design work. She did our logo, as well as a couple other things for us that we might be seeing at some point. She does fantastic job. We went through her uh, pretty early on in our process, and we couldn't be happier with the result. So uh, we like to spread her around a little bit. And, uh, you know, we can't recommend her uh, enough. So she does great work. And uh, you can see a little bit of that here, but you can see a lot more on her website and on our Instagram. And, of course, we want to thank the people who do their great work on our music. uh, And that's going to be Dominic Reyes and Alexis Joel Ampierre. Uh, They did some fantastic work on our new theme. Uh, It's brand new as of last episode, and I think they did a great job. I hope you guys think the same thing. Um, of course, uh, the old one was great too, but I think this one, uh, really brings it up to a different level. Of course, we also want to thank Tiari McConnell for coming on the show, uh, this week with us and for humoring me and Nathan through our, uh, not so fantastic jokes all the time. And, you know, maybe some of our fantastic jokes, but, um, she's always lovely uh couldn't have asked for a better guest on the show uh, i think her perspective on things is uh, really interesting um hopefully you guys all think it's interesting too uh if you're looking to follow her on instagram you can find her at tiari mcconnell with a dot between every letter that'll be down in the show notes in case you don't want to uh think about how to spell that but it's also up in the track title if you're looking for what she's up to as far as cooking goes, you can find her at Tiari McConnell underscore culinary. Uh, and that's just Tiari McConnell is one word and then underscore and culinary. But again, that's going to be down in the show notes for you to look at, um, as well as, of course, our email, uh, armeddelicious at gmail.com. If you want to email us, uh, that would be the place to look. Uh, you can also send us a private message on Instagram now. Um, if you send us anything, Nathan and I will see it. And uh, hopefully, if you've got any questions or comments, we can address them on the show. Of course, we want to thank everyone that listens to the show and shares with their friends. Of course, it means a lot for us to have, uh, well, any listeners at all. Um, but uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. And we keep making it for you as well as ourselves. But uh, it's definitely nice to know that there are people out there listening. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, I'll leave it to that. So, Tiari, um, I know Nathan and I have a certain experience in the industry um, as guys, but I know that the industry can also be, uh, well, it tends to be quite sexist in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. More so 
before then now we are seeing some improvement right. mm-hmm. luckily um, but there's still a long way to go so is, is there anything that you have encountered like anything that like we nathan and i wouldn't know about yeah so as like most people may or may not know like the culinary industry is a very like male dominated like uh career path and not a lot of there's a very small percentage of females that go within the culinary side of things it's Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit different on the baking pastry side right Um, i mean if you look at our class alone like i mean our class has an above average it just shows the number of women in it like i think we have five we have five but in some classes you have like one one if that yeah there's definitely been classes with not yeah Mm -hmm. So it's definitely different in terms of having someone to relate to because uh, because the industry has been male-dominated for so long now. It's having a hard time letting women in, like, leadership positions or, like, leadership roles and, like, trying to work or work their way up and better themselves and Mm -hmm. so you'll definitely like i've experienced like in like certain workplaces or just people in general like they think less of me already Mm -hmm. or they think less of the women that are already in the kitchen when they don't know like what my skill set is or they don't know what i'm like capable they don't know anything about you Mm -hmm. not at all and so and sometimes you'll even face it like sometimes it even happens here but uh like chef chef dan our chef instructor that we just had um he really supports like women in the kitchen and he thinks that it's a good thing that we are starting to see more right um because they're bringing in they're bringing in more change and more being open to like talking about what issues you may be facing Mm -hmm. and being able to talk about like really uncomfortable situations right. like yeah may not be brought up yeah i think that in general in the in the sort of industry has been getting better like i mean it used to be the industry was like you oh. get yelled at by your chef mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you go cry in the walk-in and you come back to work like nothing happened yeah. Like, yeah. and you just kind of suffer yeah. this thing every day um and we're you know there's it's slowly changing yeah. It's getting better, it's getting better but like you. there is still those moments where yeah. you like you want to go home and like cry because mm-hmm. you yeah. just get like annihilated that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you shouldn't be feeling that because of what someone is like mm-hmm. talking to you, right? Like you, your right. chef should not be making you feel that way. No. Um, and there's definitely still you know people in the industry out there. It's a big industry where they will just yell at you until you break down. Like, that's still a thing yeah. in the industry that's not going away anytime, anytime soon. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are starting to see a shift away from that and, like, yeah. a shift towards, like, it being okay for you to stay home when you're sick. Like, that's never happened. That's never before. been a thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you think about it, it's pretty gross. Like, the people who are making your food are coming to work sick. sick. And Especially like, during these times. And yeah. these times, but even before these times, before, it's like not yeah. like they were wearing masks. No. So, you know, hopefully, you know, if there's anything good that we can get out of this, it's the, the people will stop going to work when they're sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but you know, having vacation days as a cook is like unheard of. Mm-hmm. You work every holiday pretty much in most places you do. Yeah. Um, and yes, you might make more money, but like at the same time, is that worth giving up every Thanksgiving and every Christmas, Christmas. and every, you know, whatever it is that you celebrate, is it mm-hmm. worth giving all those things up? Yeah. Well, it could especially be hard on like, it could be hard on like family life too. I mean, you have to like take into consideration like mm-hmm. who am I going to be affecting with getting into this industry right. and like, um, like I know my my parents were super supportive, but I think my dad had a lot of like reservation or like he had a lot of hesitation with me getting into this industry because right. he knew it was so cutthroat and he knew it was very like male dominated and right. he was very skeptical. But then once he saw what I could handle and what I uh, could bring, he kind of like eased into it a little more. And now like whenever I go home, he gets super excited to talk to me about like what I've been doing or Mm -hmm. like stuff in the industry. But yeah, it's definitely a hard career path. I mean, for anyone to get into, but especially sometimes for females it can be a lot harder right well there's also this like stigma around being in the restaurant industry like Mm -hmm. as if being a dishwasher is like not worth your time like can you imagine if your restaurant had a dishwasher dishwasher. do not sleep on dishwashers no like that dishwasher is your number one person in the back of house yeah and you know like they they will work their way up sometimes if you're interested in you know be part of the you know line and cooking and stuff right but there's this like stigma where people say, "Oh, like oh, you're a server." You're like, well, someone's gonna someone's do gonna it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to show up to your restaurant and never get served? No one ever comes to your table. Mm-hmm. You just sit there. Like, when, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's like a perfectly good career path. The people just yeah. kind of they look down on it because they get to work in a cubicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing path, is. Yeah. The thing is, is that everyone like loves going to restaurants and loves restaurant experience, and restaurants aren't going away anytime soon. Yeah. Because you always need you always need people to fill those positions. Right. So that's something that's also kind of changing a little bit, but I know that's something that like it's a good good shift. Yeah, we have to push it, and more than it is being pushed right now, because like that's kind of put forward by like the celebrity chef movement and mm. kind of everybody like oh this is you know from such and such chef they're so cool like maybe cooking isn't so bad and i don't know it's just this weird like simultaneously people love going to restaurants and they love being served but also they don't think that being a server or being a cook is worthwhile mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of a weird idea but you know the industry's changing slowly but it is changing yeah. so maybe someday we'll see people who are you know they do work in cubicles will be a little bit less critical of restaurant workers restaurant which is not to say that everyone who works in an office hates restaurant workers just in general, just in general. different career paths can you know? yeah so we're looking to five weeks left into the school um i don't know i just want to know what's going through you guys' mind right now i think it's kind of intense thinking about it yeah, yeah. well i just picked up I think we all just picked up our graduation, graduation uniforms, which is like, that was kind of like, made me think about it, like, this is actually it, like, we're actually almost done here at Greystone. Mm-hmm. It's so nostalgic. I remember being here a year ago. I, was, I, just, I can't yeah. believe we were here only a year ago. Yeah. yeah. It feels like so much longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and you know like walking into this you know walking into the kitchen first time it's like i didn't know absolutely anything yeah it's like the most nerve-wracking experience and yeah, like your first know. day of fundies you're like shaking yeah and i'm yeah. you know i think i'm ready to walk into like a actual kitchen now and you know start yeah. start having fun but one of the things that gets me is that like i just remember my first semester we would like they showed us the edu office mm-hmm. which is where all the chefs have their desk in their little office yeah um and i was always terrified of being up here because like this is where the chefs are and like this is where the yeah. instructors are yeah. and now we record in here which is really weird mm-hmm. and so you have every all week of we the chefs like walking by looking in on what yep. you guys are doing and like chef joran our dean has come in a couple yeah. times and just to see what we're up to and like like I said earlier, our professor was sitting right there at his desk, right next to us. Like it's it's kind of weird to be here. And while well, a year ago, I was like terrified of being yeah, up here. This is instilled fear of all chefs here. Yeah. Like, I, as time goes by, you actually build a nice relationship with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're really not that scary. They're not. No, they're just normal people. But I don't know it builds character. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely weird. And like seeing the new fundies or fundamental students, it's like, was I really there a year ago? Yeah, we were. were. I guess we were. It was like, I was really only in the kitchen half the time. Like not even half the two days out of the week. Like it's like, I can't even imagine that now. Yeah, well, I five weeks off to externship, but you know, thinking about high part, I guess I'm just really excited for that. It's gonna be very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, you're not in your chef voice, not necessarily mm-hmm. showing up to like accounting classes. Yeah, yeah, but it's you're still learning. But we'll be bachelor's degrees. That, yeah, we can, you know, industry. show up and, and talk to the fundamental students like yeah. we're better than them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing to be worried about. <laughs> You'll make All it through. Yeah. yeah, I remember like we were sitting, Thierry. Um, we were getting coffee, I think from model bakery which is in town um and like there was this one we were waiting for our order to come up and there and were there's, two there's funny two students. students and one of them asked us if we went does here it, and like does it does get, it get easier? easier which i thought was hilarious but, but at the same time we were probably in their same position yeah i know like being fundamentals it's like i hope it gets i hope easier. it gets easier That's the same question I yeah i mean well, there's so much work and like well, because like you have six classes going on at the same time, mm-hmm. like your first semester, yeah. and you get all this work shoved at you at once, and it's a lot to take in, and yeah, it's really, really stressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, especially for like our class, I mean, our class was straight out of high school, so to go yeah. from high school to mm-hmm. culinary yeah. school slash right. college and getting this much work and also by the way you have to wake up at like 6 a.m to go to your kitchen class. Oh, i wish i had to like, wake up at 6 a.m 6 a.m would have been like curious <laughs> for me i was waking up at like 4 30 every morning cole, yeah cole had, uh, cole had shower dips to do yeah i yeah. had to get in the shower so i had that's what happens when you live with two people and you all share a bathroom so mm-hmm. like yeah, i, I was like i'm gonna wake I'm up gonna the wake earliest up so early. i can get in the shower yeah. so i can get to class without being stressed out about what time it is but like you're in class between i mean i woke up at 4 30 but we got to class at like six six and we finished class at around two most it days it was a long day it was a long day and then like i see all my other friends who were in regular college complaining about having 8 a.m class 
It's like, are you kidding me? Like, I wish I had an 8 a.m. class. You know what I would give to have an 8 a.m. class? (laughs) Let alone, like, maybe three-hour class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a one-hour class. I was like, you're joking. This is a... You're you're making fun of me right now, aren't you? But no, they're serious. Yeah. But, like, I imagine it's very hard for them, too. It's just different. Like... Different perspective. Very different. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's nothing that can compare to this. Mm -hmm. No. So, you know, we're not a regular college, and it was weird to adjust to that idea of being in, like, yes, all my friends are doing this. Yes, I'm seeing, like, oh, they have parties at their school. (laughs) And we're we're really small. We're really small. Meanwhile, the size of their party is the size of our (laughs) our school. So that that was definitely weird. Um, this kind of like acknowledging that we are not the same as them mm-hmm. and that like we probably never will have the same experiences that was was really strange yeah but also we got to totally flex on them with the quality of our food we like there was that good there, yeah. the, I, all my friends would complain about their dining points and how like a chicken tender costs like 20 dining points <laughs> and we would show up on like one of the just a Tuesday and there's oh, filet mignon yeah. just yeah. chilling on the warming platter mm-hmm. and you could go for seconds and there's like just like it was luxury was living a, like in a five star hotel compared yeah. to any uh, other to college, any, any other college. so it was super funny mm-hmm. and then we had plated desserts and I, I always put that on my social media I remember those and everybody yeah. who yeah. went to a regular college was super jealous yeah. mm-hmm. unfortunately those Days, Days are, are over. Those, yeah, COVID. We yeah. Those, but, oh, yeah, those were, those were good well, times. Well, Nathan, you remember, yeah. we used to do flights yeah. every day. Yeah, flights. I remember seeing yeah. you guys, like, and you had, like, a giant group of, like, all your classmates mm-hmm. around, and you guys would order one of everything. Yep. And, yeah. Like, it would be insane, but, I mean, you could do that. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. What other school can you do that at? That's all they had. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then now we have the people who come into Gatehouse. Like, mm-hmm. this is literally a fine dining establishment. Mm-hmm. So you come in here casually for lunch. And like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm going to Gatehouse for lunch today. Like, okay. And you're having a three-course sit-down yeah. lunch. At least three-course. Yeah, sometimes So you more. show up and you get an, an, a starter. And maybe if you know somebody in the kitchen, they'll send you out, like, an extra thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can, and it's free right now. It's literally yeah. free, fine dining three course meal with like a bread course and like fancy bar drinks like it's ridiculous yeah mocktails and yeah, yeah mocktails coffee, and, like, orders. coffee orders and all sorts of things and then like meanwhile my other friends are at school and they get like dropped off a paper bag because they live in the dorms and that's their food allowance for the day and like wow oh, wow that's really it's so different like it's yeah. like i imagine going to regular college would be such a culture shock to mm-hmm. us just like if they went here, they would be like, "How do you guys do like, this every you, day? How are you alive? That'd be fun, you know, for a week. Change just do a switcheroo. Exchange program. I'd like to do that. Can we? Maybe we can. We'll find out about that. <laughs> maybe we'll see if we can sing that. You think so? I, I, I don't know about to, now. Uh, go to a UC here. Oh yeah, probably not now. <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe. Maybe someday we can get like Sonoma State and have them send like. Oh yeah. We'll three, just do a three full, guinea pig full swap. <laughs> well, no, we'll send all three hundred of us to them. Oh, oh. only send okay. only three hundred of those <laughs> students to us. Can I change my major. Learn about something for a day. 
nursing sure program. yeah you can be nursing. yeah all right let's do it <laughs> sounds good but yeah very different from a regular school and like there are times where i just forget that yeah mm-hmm. you like, realize we're in a bubble like yeah. we're such a, a bubble like oh man this steak is cooked not exactly medium rare at my school for my free lunch and then like you send it back and then if someone at a regular school is like oh my god you got steak like just the fact that it's on the menu yeah. the fact that the you, fact have, that you menu have the menu is like ridiculous to them no we oh we are extremely pretentious awesome. yeah that, that's the fun of it especially just a small community yeah mm. it's so and then like we get like ahi sushi grade tuna in and then you get the other sushi yeah. and it's like oh this is oh, not good whole, this whole is not this good. is this is not good enough for me yeah. it's like really i'm one of them now <laughs> so that's i think all the time we have today uh for this week's episode so i've been cole yeah and I'm, i've been Ethan. thank you sorry for joining us today yeah, yeah thank you it was you. a pleasure having you yeah. thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it Absolutely. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.